This is an AMI podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another week of Double Tab. It is Monday, it's the 18th of December 2023. And today, we're getting into your emails <laughs> and just no news. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Just, just no news, Sean Priest. There's nothing happening. What's going on? Why isn't Apple launching something? Why isn't OpenAI doing something? Elon Musk, quickly, do something. Tweet something offensive out, will you, Elon? We've got nothing after our extensive Google search for the news. What, 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 we're basically going on to Google and typing technology news, hitting enter. Plus blind. Oh, yeah. Well, you obviously went that step further. I thought I'd keep it the mainstream today. I thought I'd keep it real. Now, well, it's very quiet. As you would expect, it's running up to the holiday season, Stephen Scott. So it's usually quiet. Isn't that the, the uh, standard way of things? That's right. We're all relaxing. We're all heading for the holidays. Yeah, uh, yeah we're all phoning it in, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, well, I feel Hello, that Mr. way today, F. I'll tell you. I had so much cake over the weekend. It's my mother-in-law's 60th birthday. Happy birthday to my mother-in-law, who uh, celebrated her 60th. And mm-hmm. as a result, I ate oh, copious amounts of cake. I like that word, copious. Oh. I don't know what it means, but I think it means lots of cake. Yes. Well, you say that. It wasn't actually cake, was it? It was cake. No. Did it have cherry and other fruit items in it? No. Oh, no, no, that's it's fine. Birthday, in that case, birthday cakes have cherries and sultanas. What are you talking about? Well, you said earlier you had a cake that had cherries in it, which, I, I, I'm sorry, is not a cake. No, excuse me. That was a separate cake. That was, oh, that of course, was, sorry. That was house cake. <laughs> yes. What was I thinking? Of course. <laughs> that was your seconds. Yes. That was okay. <laughs> or a pair of teeth. Or I don't breakfast, know. as it was yesterday. Um, honestly, I have had so much cake over the weekend. Um, the diet has collapsed. I think it's fair to say the diet has collapsed. My right. waistline no, no, no. and everything no. around it is about to collapse. Um, no, it's no. not been good. What? No, 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 no. It's, it's not collapsed. The diet is simply on hold over the Christmas period. <laughs> over the festive uh, okay. period. I know. <laughs> you, will, you will go back to that diet because you're doing well. Listen, I know it's. I know things have gone bad because my wife said to me, "Don't worry, we'll get back into it in the new year." And you know, to me, that's like hall pass. You know, that is just oh, hall pass. Exactly. exactly. Hall pass for cake. <laughs> it's on the list. That's allowed. Okay. That's Good. right. Move on. Um, <sighs> you can't have cake for breakfast, though, Stephen. I, I mean, there's pass falling, I'd want. There's falling off the wagon, and then there's eating cake for breakfast. I, I, this is terrible to say, but, you know, my, my wife goes away on holiday. She'll sometimes go away with her mum on holiday and they'll have a lovely little week away somewhere. And she'll say to me, now, when you're away, you know, don't want any nonsense. Don't want any, oh. you know, you sitting there talking to Sean till the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, am I the other woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I you'll be up you. all night talking to him about some MacBook thing. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she'll say, and remember, eat healthily. And, yes. and so that's the conversation. That's my rules before she goes on holiday. And then on the day before she goes, she'll say to me, now, look, my intention was to get some stuff cooked up and ready for you so you could just go into the freezer, get what you want. You know mm. what? Mm. Just just don't go crazy with the eating, all right? Just, just take it easy. Oh, 
I see. And so, so basically, basically, it kind of transfers into a whole pass. Well, yeah, but well, basically, what you're saying is it's her fault for yes. not preparing you meals yes. that you can simply cook and eat healthily. Absolutely, it is absolutely. She'll be ashamed of herself. It's a disgrace, isn't it? Yes, it is absolutely. <laughs> that, that, that a man in 2023 cannot. <laughs> In any way, look after himself. <laughs> well, if you're not going to feed me, I'm going to eat a bucket of chicken. It's your own fault. It's it. It just seems the obvious solution. To be perfectly honest, I mean, I think it's reasonable, don't you? Ah, <sighs> you know what? Joking aside, it's just so easy. I, last night, I I missed I missed the family um, dinner uh, allotted time slot. Um, <laughs> I was I was editing, and I went back in. Everyone had eaten. So I was like, oh, I could just have a sandwich, you know, or I could just throw something in the air fryer. But it's just quicker if I just open up this app and in 20 minutes I've got, you know, a curry here or... Absolutely. I got you. It's, but it's, it's wrong, Stephen, but I can't help myself. I'm a weak man. Well, it's like the people that complain about Amazon, right? They always go, oh, you know, Amazon, terrible company, evil, ooh, bad... And they're like, yeah, yeah, but have you ever been through that checkout process? It's so simple, right? You just add it to the basket, and next day it's here. Oh, I you like add to the that. basket. Oh, you're a proper shopper. I just buy now. Oh, no, add it to the no, basket. Buy now, buy now, I'm buy terrified now. of that buy now button because I, I think it's going to send it somewhere else, you know? I've got a number of addresses in my address list because maybe I'll send something to my mum's address or send something even to you on the odd occasion and you. you know, I don't want to be buying something that I want and turning up at your front door. So I don't want be that. Very I want embarrassing. to be absolutely. Yeah, well, it depends what it is, right? <laughs> Cake opening the tools. Um, that's all I'm interested in. Materials to make cake more accessible. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, accessible cake, accessible cake, which I'm hashtag. all for, by the way, 100%. A one one Y hashtag. Um, all cake. in. I'm an ally for accessible cake. Um, but yeah. So with cherries. Cherry cake is nice. Sultana it's cake not, is mine. It's talking not, about. I what hate Christmas, Christmas pudding. No, awful. Oh, I hate what, Christmas logs, Christmas pudding, all disgusting. You know what? I, I'm stunned and shocked by you, Priest. No, it's, see, it's always because it's been there for about 18 months. That's why. It's never nice taste. A nice, fresh chocolate cake. Gorgeous. Give me that. One of those chocolate lot advent calendars with that stale, disgusting chocolate in it. Awful. Where do you buy them from? Do you buy them from the shop that sold them last year? The 99 cents shop, yes. What's wrong with that? I know you can't see the calendar numbers, so are you certain? Because <laughs> you won't notice that the calendar's again. Yeah, exactly, that's right. <laughs> Hey everybody, let's let's find out what day it is. Actually, first, let's find out what year it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, 2024, new you, new me, Stephen Scott. We are going to be svelte young things. We're going to be fit and healthy. Have we have we said this every year? Yes. Do you want to get fit? Um, I mean, that's yes, a serious to... question, right? I mean, there is a point that comes when you think, you know, hey, I'm an age, I'm an age where you know, cake is nice and. You know, we're closer to the end than we are the beginning, so we may as well just enjoy it. Oh, wow. Happy Christmas to you. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? Actually, funny enough, um, Shaun of the Shed this month is is on the Apple Watch. After we, well, I talked about the Apple Watch and setting up the hand gestures, that's what I did Shaun of the Shed on, how to set up the hand gestures and what they I do. You should really subscribe to that. Yeah, you should do. But the thing is... The problem is, I've noticed that I struggle to even do the hand gestures now because I have arthritis in my uh, left hand, in my fingers. Uh, so, you know what? I am noticing those effects of 
my elderly age catching up on me. So I do want to get fit. I just can't be bothered. <sighs> Such a victim. I want someone to do it for me. Is that possible? You want someone else to do your hand gestures? <laughs> what on earth? No. How does that work? No, no, no. I mean, just the yeah, the effort to get fit. I always oh, remember I there used to be a place like these beauty places. I'm sure this wasn't long ago, um, where the ladies used to go. And there used to be these beds. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, no. no Here we it. go. These salons, uh, right? Where salons. you get all, all beautified and everything. Yes. But they used to have the, I'm sure they were called toning beds. And basically you would lie there and they would move up and down. Like they would sit up for you. Do you know what I mean? And they would move your arms about. I want one of those. Isn't that a massage? No, no, no. It wouldn't. It, it would just actually move your limbs around like you were exercising without having to put the effort in. A lot like, and I'm sure you've bought one, Stephen Scott. I'm not going to admit if I have. One of those those belts that electrocute your huge belly. Oh yeah, to, that. Make, to give you a six pack. You know you're. I tell you, you know something. You know you're overweight when you can't fit that around you. That's when you know <laughs> when you think I've gone too far here. I loved it. You sit there on the sofa eating a big Chinese and a cake. and All the time you're doing a thousand sit-ups, apparently. Being electrocuted whilst you do it. <laughs> Just don't spill your drink on it. Otherwise, you will know all about it. You'll lose, well, in saying that, though, you will be electrocuted, but you also lose 10 stone in about a minute. Ah, so there you go. Very good. I mean, they're all talking about this drug. You know, this American drug is it Ozempic everyone talks about. And apparently in Hollywood, well, I say Hollywood, I mean, it's becoming an American thing. Of course, you know, America is always ahead of it when it comes to these kind of medications. And um, this Yeehaw. is the one everyone's... Yes, thank you. Uh, hot dogs, uh, big hats. American theme. Yeah, okay. the American-based stereotypes. <laughs> burgers, cops, donuts, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so uh, apparently this drug is changing the world because people are saying well we're taking this thing it's an injection i think you, you have to take mm-hmm. which terrifies me but you get the injection and it, people are just losing weight just losing weight they don't care what they're eating anymore they're just losing weight but they Is were that saying a bad thing well what losing weight well no i think the question i have is what is going on that makes it possible for that drug to just work where everything else we've ever heard about you know we've all heard about the fat pills and the diet pills and the you know, the ones that stop your, your cravings and all that, but they've never seemed to do anything. They've never really worked. Whereas this thing comes along and suddenly it's working, people are just raving about it. People losing weight all over the place. Absolutely. Well, we should say, please consult your medical professional before taking any advice from us. We cannot give medical advice at all. We don't know what we're talking about. Please consult your doctor. Well, I asked my doctor about it because yes. I thought this is just a shortcut, right? Because that's, that's basically how I think a lot of people are thinking about it, right? They're saying, well, look, if I... Hang on a minute. So I don't need to go to the gym. I don't have to lose weight. I don't have to, you know, burn the calories. No. Yeah, I can just take take an injection and suddenly I'm thin. Now, obviously, that's not exactly how it works. It takes a period of time and it does say you have to do this over a, you know, with a a, a calorie controlled diet and all that stuff. But even so, you know, there are a lot of people who have, have seen they're on this thing and it's just working for them. But what's perhaps more interesting than that is they're saying that, and again, they don't, this is the bit that terrifies me. They don't know why. They don't know why or how it works. They just know it does. Hang it, it on, works. is that true? This is this is what. That's not like one of those scientists. urban myths. Like we don't know how bees can fly, is it? But isn't it true that they don't even know how aspirin works? It's like it just does. They just got the concoction right, and someone said, oh, "I don't have a headache anymore," and that was it. Everyone was, like, "Oh, that's great." 
Well, I'm always slightly wary when the statement starts with, isn't it true? As in, I don't know if it is or not. I have no idea. Like we say, we are not medical professionals. But here's the thing. They're saying, that the scientists have said that one of the things, this, or a number of things that this drug can be used for, aside the the food, you know, the desire to... Because really what it's doing is it's suppressing your appetite. This is the whole thing, right? It's supposed to suppress the appetite, apparently, which allows you to lose the weight. Um and and like I say, by all accounts, it's it's seemingly very access, very um, successful. Uh, that's what I was trying to say. Thank yes. you. I've got accessibility burned into me, <laughs> so that I can't ah, see any other word. Like that a accessible. stick of rock, accessibility that's runs right. through you. But um, yeah, they said that not only can it work for uh, for food, but it can work for other things as well. So they were saying they might be trialing it now for a oh. social media addiction. Gambling addiction, alcohol addiction. Oh, come on. Is this no, a placebo seriously, this is what they're looking what? into. Because they're saying that whatever the property in this is, it's basically able to almost shut off that desire, that that particular <laughs> that addiction. Need. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, that's scary to me. Whatever that this is, but that is, magical that is the property that's... is. Yeah, yes, exactly. What is the magical property and, and what is what's going on there? Ah, zombie apocalypse. That's 2024. Hey, listen, I watched uh, the weekend, I watched Leave the World Behind. This is this new Netflix uh, psychological thrillery thing, oh. which uh, was on. Oh, my goodness. It was good. It's interesting. You, you know, the problem with Twitter, of course, you go on there nowadays or X and X. you go on and <laughs> you just know where people are going to go on this. You know, the, the, the conspiracy theorists are going off their heads with this stuff. Um, but you know the truth is, it was just a good movie. It was just a good apocalyptic thriller. If you want, if you oh. like those kind of movies, like your Independence Day of the past or whatever, then you know you would love this kind of thing. It's just, it honestly was so good. And Julia Roberts was in it. I mean, you know, who else do you want? Ethan Hawke, who? whoever that is. Um, I am the one and only. I don't think that was him. Oh, okay, fair enough. Is it is it a zombie apocalypse film? No, no. I don't oh, want to say too um, much, but I'll, I'll not just say interested. this. Well, there is a tech angle for us because it's all <gasps> about cybersecurity. Oh, AI zombies? No. Actually, uh, well, uh, you've got to oh. watch the film. I think you'd enjoy it because one of the things about it was it, it kind of terrifying because it wouldn't... The, everything in the movie could easily happen. This was uh, not like a fictional thing. I mean, what well, was a fictional thing, obviously. Oh, is it, but is it, it documentary, Steve? Is that what you're saying? Well, do you know who's behind it? Uh, who's behind everything? The Illuminati. <laughs> oh, we've really gone down the loop. Right, we need to get some tech news in here, I think, rather quickly. We're going to be getting a call in a minute. Um, but no, it was uh, Barack and Michelle Obama. Sorry, uh, President Barack. And, uh... Well, he's not President, president anymore. Wife, Lady Michelle. Michelle Obama. Yes. Yeah, they were behind it. They were, well, they were I'm, executive I'm waiting for the explanation. producers. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything. That just means they got a big name to to say. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, it was a good film. I liked it. You should go oh, check it out. It was a film, out. not a series. No, no, I know. I kind of hoped it was a series because, to be honest, it could have been a series. They could have easily carried it on, but it was a really, really good film. And what's um, it called again, Stephen Scott? Leave the world behind. Lovely. Okay, so if you're after nice, a cheery, <laughs> cheery Christmas film movie, for Christmas. <laughs> Saying that, the Christmas film. Of them all, yes. Die Hard. Yes. Have you watched it yet? No. You know why? I'll uh, tell you why. Why? It's on Disney Plus, right? 
had an ad on the radio. I don't know if it's on Disney Plus worldwide, because of course, you know, mileage varies in, in other countries. Yes. But here in the UK, I had an ad on the radio. On the radio! Remember that? On the radio? Well, most of our listeners probably not. We are old, after all. That's, well, most of our listeners probably do. Uh, yeah, but um, uh, I'm just saying that, you know, we're all together in this. That's what yes. I'm trying to Okay. No, I just remember, who was it that said, oh, I don't know what radio is or, or whoever? Oh, it was really, uh, it was like a knife <laughs> yeah. in my heart. Yeah, and also our memories are going. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who it was. Was it Claire? I can't remember. Anyway, sorry, carry on. I, we, on I, know, radio. I, I yes. hate when someone says that. What's radio? There was, a, there was a bit in that Leave the World Behind. I can tell you this bit because it doesn't tell you anything about the film. Mm. But the, the daughter says to the mother, who's Julia Roberts, uh, remember that thing they used to do on TV? What was that thing they used to do where they used to, to show the same programs over again? What was that called? And the mum sort of, you know, looks down and reruns. And she says, why did you do that? Why didn't you just watch it again on a tablet? Uh, and the mum had to explain. Uh, because it was this thing. I mean, unfortunately, stone tablets back in our day didn't have screens. Oh, very good. <sighs> What's a CD? Anyway, carry on. Yeah. What was I saying? You're saying about Die Hard and how oh, much yeah. of a Christmas so, great it is. I was going to watch it. Uh, last night, because I, th- I had some time last night, and I thought I'm going to watch this Leave the World Behind because I wanted to see that. Brilliant. So it goes to Disney Plus, Die Hard. Check for audio description. You've got to go through the list, you know, the subtitles, oh, the don't high say. definition, the super high definition, the super 4K, the bigger 4K, the better 8K. Waiting, <laughs> waiting, waiting, waiting. No mention of audio description. None. No way. That is it. so disappointing. That is so disappointing, right? That actually, is Disney's been quite good at this recently. They I have. I find yeah. more movies with AD on there than I've, I've seen on other platforms, but mm. no AD on. I, need, I mean, surely Die Hard has audio description. Well, you know, we're going to have to go in, in search in other places. Well, <laughs> Amazon Prime? To, to No. To, um, oh, Netflix? To find, to, no. To find Hulu. the... <laughs> Sorry, where? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> uh, absolute disgrace. Look, uh, Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, actually, to be fair, all, all there. Not oh, hang on, hang on. I'm just getting some words here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, AMI Plus. There. Oh, of course. It's Die Hard on that. AMI Plus. It, it might be. How do you know? Yeah, I don't know. Mr. There F is go. very much a Bruce Willis character. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Scares me. Yeah, so I do fancy watching a Die Hard. So if anybody knows where I can get it with audio description, weirdly, oh. do you know that I find some movies, especially in the UK, I find them pop up in the weirdest places. Like I was on uh, BBC iPlayer here in the UK, and there was a movie section in there, and had loads of movies I'd never seen, and one or two that I thought, hey, I quite fancy watching those, and they had AD, and I thought, how does that get AD here? But I couldn't get that film with AD anywhere else. Yeah, no, I I agree. Again, we're back to the AD. Discussion. It's like a lottery, it's, isn't it? It's like a lottery. So frustrating. Ah, oh, man, I can't believe you've never seen Die Hard. By the way, we put on it. We put on something last night, and um, same thing. You know, we put the show on, and we're both. We press play, and we're kind of like because we really fancied this series. So my wife and I are sitting there, and we hit play, and I'm like, please, 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 please. And this voice says, "This is a true story." I'm like, "Hey, it's got AD, <laughs> yes, or a narrator, and that's it." I don't know, but we had to wait, and it was like, "No, no, it definitely has AD. This is good." <sighs> it's, it's, just re- like, 
when you've waited. Just, okay, has it got AD? Hang on. And you hear the logo's music play thing. Is it going to describe the logo? Oh, no, it's not. And you've got to stick past that because sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't do the the 20th century props thing or whatever. That that plays away merrily and then the next thing plays. I always always remember a great scene in um, Family Guy. And it was where Peter Griffin's sitting in the in the cinema, and every time what appears to be the movie starting, he's like, yeah, oh, here we go. Right. This looks like a good movie, and it turns out to be the intro <laughs> of another production company behind it. Because nowadays it's like there's twenty production companies that come up front. I know, and they're always really, you know, beautifully shot yeah. films and CGI and everything. It's just a logo. But then, as soon as that's done, you then get the introduction. Of course, we we're listening to the the ad right so you then have all the names read out again because they must be on screen again you just think why what's the point of all that yeah just get on with it well who said there wasn't any news we make news we are the news (laughs) uh shall we get some emails do you want some emails just come on it's that time of year right come on on, jingle. come on We get emails. We get your email every day. Ah, Christmas. Here's your mail today. Oh, remind me to tell you about some of the uh, things we've got coming up over the uh, festive period. Oh, okay. I will do. I will remind you of that, Stephen Scott. That's why I'm here. Big programming coming up. Oh, you can remind me as well. Big programming, yes. I'll remind you to turn up for some of it as well. Uh, Right, let's kick off. Remember we were asking who the real Eden was? Do you remember this conversation? Yes, yes. We were wondering who Eden, what if it was the same? Because we, I thought it was a different Eden, uh, because there was an Eden who was doing some work, and I and she'd been in touch with us, and I said, oh no, yes. I think that's a different Eden, different name, and because anyway. I'm seeing the same story on Facebook with yeah, exactly. voice typist and things. That's yes. right. So this exactly. So let's uh, let's listen into Eden's message, responding to that. Hello, Stephen, Sean, and Double Tappers. No, 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 no. I don't know which one of you said this, but I am the one and only Eden. Not really. But as far as I know, I'm the only vocal blind Eden that I'm aware of. If there's no one, I'd like to meet him or her. I've met Aidens, and I think I've met one Eden, but it's just not that common. But I digress. I did do stenography there for a while. Um, so you probably were following me. I'm not sure, but I think one of you are friends with me on Facebook. I tend to go by my first and middle name as opposed to first and last name. So maybe that's the, maybe that's the reason here for the discrepancy. But, um, I'm planning to hold a Zoom at some point. I haven't set the date yet um, to talk about voice writing. So that's why I was saying if people wanted to contact me, they could. So I could uh, let them know about about the Zoom when I get it going. I was actually surprised at the amount of interest I got mentioning it somewhere else. So you guys have a rest of, good rest of your week. And... Uh, yeah, you can keep following the adventures of Eden. I'm sure there'll be more of them. <laughs> keep up the great work on the show. Thank you, Eden. Great to hear from you. Glad it is you. And yes, it's me that follows you on Facebook. You think he is going to be anyone on Facebook? How dare you? I'm the one that follows you on Facebook, Eden, not no, Stephen. I follow Eden on Facebook. I do. I'm the follower. 
Is this Spartacus all over I again? I think it has become a little bit. I'm the follower. But actually, to be honest, I don't know who I follow on Facebook. I'm barely on Facebook these days. How dare you lie to us like that? Facebook watch? Uh, no, because, no, I've moved on, you see. It's worse. Oh, well, it's a lot worse they? now, yeah. Are you a, a TikToky? I'm not not on the TikTok-y, no, uh, and, and not on the phonogram or whatever it is. I am on, <laughs> I am on yes. Twitter Watch. That's my thing, Twitter Watch, because do you get the same thing now. You get a video, and then another video, and then another video, and then another video, and it just goes I've on and on and on and on. Of it. Yeah, but you just any Twitter video watch. you go on to on Twitter, oh. it just continues to play videos. I don't know where they come from, but don't, don't you mean X Watch? Oh, yeah, X. Well, that sounds Thank worse, you. to be perfectly honest. It does. It sounds like a strange website that I don't want to be any part of. <laughs> that is X, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, you made me laugh. That's, uh, that's well done. You got that laugh in at the end of the show Thank at you. the end of the year. Well done, Sean. That's, <laughs> you're an absolute hero. <clears throat> As you are, Eden, keep up the good work. I am following you. Maybe not officially. I don't know. But I do see your posts all the time on Facebook. Xbox. Very interesting. Right, on to another email <laughs> from Lena. How you can make things dark. Uh, Lena gets in touch to talk about mugs, Matthew and Eden. <laughs> wow, that's a mix. Hello, Stephen. First today's show. You, Sean oh. and Laura. Yes, I know she didn't read today. Are stellar at what you do. Laura reads beautifully. Sean is amazing at distilling tech how-to and you are a brilliant broadcaster. Today, okay. the two of you were shining. Speaking of oh. mugs, yesterday's shows... Maria, our neighbourhood senior centre kitchen manager, suggests that you check restaurant supply stores. There you will find lots of heavy-bottomed mugs. Just don't get plastic, she warns. I saw a nice big ceramic mug in Starbucks today. Got one for my friend Richard. It is a nice stoneware with a heavy bottom. The bottom rim flares out and the mug would be really hard to tip over, so my recommendation is to visit Starbucks. Saturday's podcast touched me deeply and I've been sharing it in lots of places. Wishing I could give Matthew a note of commendation. Almost made me create a social media account. I have nothing against social media. I simply don't know how I'd find the time. I am going to write Eden a note. I will give you a copy. Her presentation led me to a good adventure this afternoon. Sincerely, Lena. So oh. a lot in there, of course. And following up on the Matthew Alcock story, um, lots of people uh, reached out to us privately, publicly, to to share views on that. And I, I think Matthew himself has been rather touched by the response that he got, um, which was much nicer than he got on social media. That may oh, not good. surprise you. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, I think because ultimately, look, here we get the chance to actually get into a conversation, which you can't do on social media. No, that's true. That's very true. I he really, so, I do hold so back. Open. I do hold back so many times, but and it's difficult for me, as you know, it is very difficult for me sometimes to hold back. But I know you. You always have to think to yourself: if I write this. And I post this, even if it could be the most mild mannered thing ever, someone will take offense to it. Someone won't like it. And mm-hmm. you'll tend to find, <clears throat> dare I say, there's an agenda behind it, but sometimes there is. Sometimes the agenda is just as simple as I want more followers and I'll get them by trashing this guy. And that is sometimes all it is. And so you have to be careful of that. You know, basically, it's, it's a town square, but everybody in that town square wants to be a celebrity on the Kim Kardashian show. Yeah, it's true. And that's the problem, right? So everyone's out for clicks and likes and all the rest of it. And you just think, okay, there's no actual conversation happening here. No views are changing. And some of the people who you're actually, you know, you're actually going and talking to, 
might be very mild-mannered people who are, you know, just hiding behind a keyboard. You know, that's where they get their aggression out. And so you have to think about that when you're posting on social media. So unfortunately, that can lead to what happened with Matthew, which was a lot of pushback. And don't get me wrong, some justified pushback as well. And we'd pushed back on it as well in the program. But that's the difference. We were able to have a civil conversation about it rather than it becoming, you know, turning into some kind of episode of Jerry Springer. Um, <laughs> which it's I did true. like in the day, I must admit. But, you know, it did ultimately destroy society. It destroyed itself. But I used to like Jerry. I always felt sorry for him. I, thought, I always got the impression he'd wandered into the wrong studio and thought he was hosting some kind of news discussion program. <laughs> and it turned out he was just fighting with people who wanted to tell each other that, you know, they slept with their sister. <sighs> Moving on and uh, uh, changing the tone slightly. Oh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, thank you very much, Lena. And... Um, Yes, heavy bottom mugs. Heavy bottom <laughs> mugs. That's us. That- <laughs> we are those. We recognise that. Um, I've got to say, Starbucks. I was, I was uh, a big. I, in fact, what am I drinking out of here? I, I, a Tim Hortons mug. I knew you were going to say that. You loved Tim Horton when we were over there in that there Canada. <gasps> Can I just say, by the way, Canada, I am loving your new tourist information advert that's all i'm seeing on facebook at the minute oh um no it's it's great it says canada open spaces open hearts and open minds now it's that open minds thing that makes me think oh hello canada (laughs) (laughs) he's on the first flight out he's never wanted to go back to regina as quickly as he ever possibly can be carried it's beautiful um sorry carry on i think we should if we retire if, I mean, mostly retire. I mean, retire from what exactly? But Fired, you know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when that day comes, we should just all move to Regina. I loved it. And I, so did I. Seriously, I thought it was amazing. I loved Calgary as well. Calgary was nice. Hot tubs on the roof. I mean... That, that to me, just... That spelled disaster. You know, if I got in that... I, I have you to say, refused. You I did. said... I was, I was well up for it. I no, wanted, do you know why? Because I, when I get into my own hot tub, water will sometimes go over the sides. And I think, I don't want to soak people in their beds. I just imagine <laughs> someone lying in their bed underneath <laughs> this hot tub, sort of waking up thinking, what's going on? Why, why am I soaking wet? Uh, oh, Stephen's... We're going for a hot tub. There's a large, a large Scotsman in a hot tub above my Demanding bed. chips. Sure, that's a ZZ Top film. Um, can I just say, you you said that hotel smelled of cabbage. And I totally, smelled worse I than thought, cabbage. <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe you said death. De- that's right, death. sorry. I, I actually said to you, I thought, oh, this is where they filmed The Shining. I thought it was lovely. Oh, it was amazing. God bless thought, you, Canada. I thought Calgary was lovely. I think everybody in Canada is lovely. Um, oh, yeah. I thought Changing that hotel was, was mm-hmm. death and the shining. That's all I it was. I thought kept. it was really nice. Uh, it was okay. Okay, sorry. Obviously, you, you're used to a different class, aren't there's a, there's you? A different, yeah, yeah, there's a different a... show out of our trip to, to Regina. There's almost like a dark side to that story that we've never <laughs> been able to tell here on AMI Audio, but... Um, yeah, it, it was it was an interesting trip, but that hotel, yeah, that was not that was not a good night for me. I liked it. We weren't even supposed to be in Calgary. We were supposed to be in Regina, but we missed our flight. Well, it was I'm like sorry. a holiday movie. <laughs> I felt like planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> and they were you were, definitely you not were John pillars. Candy. You were definitely John Candy, and I was definitely Steve Martin. 
it's on that trip where I realised that I had diabetes. Because, because I needed to toilet every 10 seconds. It's nice to come back with something, isn't it? It's always it nice to go away. Thank you. Yes, it was beautiful. Always oh. nice to get away, come back and say, what did you bring back? Diabetes. Diabetes Brilliant. and only nine toes. Anyway. Uh, we well, can't get everything through. You can only get nine toes through security these days. It's, it's all change. I think we were saying Tim Horton mugs are great. I thought mine were really good. And yeah. solid, big, you know, big handle as well. I love, I hate these. Sometimes you go to a, a coffee shop or something and they give you those tiny little cups with the tiny little handles. You can only get, you barely get your finger through. Oh, yes, yes. Well, that's because you got to hold your little finger in the air, haven't you? Oh, when I've you... got to tell you a story. We went for dinner. I'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll tell you the story because I've got to tell you what happened the other day. Uh, it involved maple More syrup. Emails. So uh, this oh. is one, uh, yeah, very much a Canadian. There's a Canadian <laughs> angle to the story. I'll tell you in a minute. Send us your feedback to feedback at doubletaponair.com. Leave us a voicemail at 1-877-803-4567. You're listening to Double Tap. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. And this is okay today. I mean, look, we're kind of chilling back a bit today, right? I mean, it's nothing really going on. It actually doesn't feel like we're recording a show other than just having our usual WhatsApp daily chat. Yeah, I'm I know. slightly worried. No, but this is this is okay, I think. It's okay. It's allowed. It's the last week. It's like we brought our toys in. I know, but yeah, I know. Actually, you know, we might be, I can't even speak today. You know, too much cake. <laughs> Honestly, I've had, I've had a coffee. It's doing nothing. Uh, drunk on cherry cake. Gross. Yeah, and there's no, there's no alcohol in those cakes. No, but there's cherries, which are terrible. So my wife and I go out for, actually went out for breakfast. Um, We were staying in Edinburgh a couple of weekends ago. We had a lovely weekend in Edinburgh, the capital city of Scotland. Should be Glasgow, but okay. Um, They've got a castle, so we let them away with it. And um, the the, the pancake place we went to, because of course it's traditionally Scottish breakfast we went for, Mm. um, we went for uh, hot pancakes. And of course I drizzled them with maple syrup. Lovely. Had some bananas. Gross. Had yes. some strawberries. Terrible. And uh, squishy cream. Now, oh, I know yep. that this causes controversy whenever I bring this up, but squishy cream or squirty cream, which I hate the sound of that, so I call it squishy cream because that is what we call it here in Scotland. It's the, so you know, it's like the compressed cream in a can. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff. Oh, that's, that's actually very good. good. That's that actually not bad. Excellent. Yeah, thought I was there. Let me press Carry my on. applause button for that. Thank you. Are you pressing for my life to come? Can I, can I get an applause button in real life? <laughs> <laughs> Just be sitting at the sitting at the dinner table. It's actually sometimes. Do you ever do this, right? <laughs> You're sitting there at the dinner table right. and and you say something. And Remember, this is going out. I know, I know, but but <laughs> on air. I know, I know, but no, that, I don't. Listen, no one cares. Okay, the thing is. You know, you're sitting at the dinner table and sometimes you'll say something and in my mind I'm reaching for the applause button on the dinner table, <laughs> no. remembering I'm not doing a show. I'm the opposite in my life. I'm I'm only doing the show, what, you know, it's like every day is the show, right? You want an in real life sound cart. I want, I want to saying? just carry it around me. <laughs> no, that's just you. So anyway, we go to this restaurant and... I'm, you know, eating the, and, and just, you said something to me a while back that made me think about this. You were saying that sometimes when you go to the restaurant, you'll ask the server to cut the, the food up, right? Just to make it a bit easier for you to, to manage. Mm. Yes. I'm eating through these pancakes 
a tearing through them like some wildebeest. And of course, because well, wildebeest with knife and fork, because you know you can't really get in there with your hands. I mean, you could, but what a mess that would I make. Would. So yes, well, not with the maple syrup, right? If they pancakes on their own, fair enough, but mm. dry. So no, no, you need some maple yes. syrup on there. And I'm eating into it, and I swear to you. I probably finished that whole meal in about just like three pancakes, the bananas, the strawberries, the cream. I probably finished the whole thing in five minutes. And the reason I ate it so quick was because it felt like every single person in this restaurant is watching me and I am going to cover myself Mm. in this food. I can almost guarantee they were. Not only watching you, but Instagramming you, TikToking you. I was the, the, the queen of TikTok that day. And um, blind man eats pancakes. <laughs> New show coming soon. AMI original. Um, but honestly, it was just. I think there's such. What is the stress in eating in public? This is, this feels like a new thing to me. But Funnily I've started enough, to notice this. I'm very anxious about most things, but that I am not. I will use my hands. I had a Sunday roast the other day. Entirely with my hands, including the gravy and peas. But hang on, in, um, in the house or in public? No, no, out. No, 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 out in my ah, local pub. Okay. I um, I've given up with that because uh, there's some. Up. I've given up with with cutlery. Life. I, I say no more, sir. No more to cutlery. I won't be uh, a slave to the knife and fork anymore. <laughs> um, because I hate when you take that fork to your mouth and there's nothing on it. Yeah, yeah. That for me. Is something no, I will not take that. So um Spaghetti Bolognese past any pasta <laughs> and I love pasta dishes, right? It's one of my favourite oh, things. Me too. Yeah. But after the fourth time of getting the fork to your mouth and there's nothing on it, there's such despair. There is. Despair think, is the correct to, word. I just want to mop this all up into a sandwich and just <laughs> eat it as one. And that's I think that's what it is. You just kind of feel I just want to eat this. But I, I I'm also so conscious of spilling it. And I'm thinking, how am I going to manage? And without wearing a huge bib, I mean, I did wear a napkin in fairness because I thought, and I'm glad I did because yeah. the napkin got covered in maple syrup. So I mm. saved my top from annihilation. Very posh, a napkin. Oh, but lad, my wife said to me, just put a napkin on, you'll be fine. And I'm like, this is going to, suddenly I've walked into some kind of, you know, top tier restaurant, you know, I'm sitting here eating like that. But honestly, it did, it did do the trick. But I don't know. It's funny the things that start to make you anxious. It would never have made me anxious, but eating in public, we just never even thought about it. But it, there is something in, in what you say. I am picking places now that you can eat with your hands. Like, I, I think that's partly why I like going to play your picking KFCs. Picking off and, the menu, I think, is, is more of oh, the thing. Well, that's another story. I Always mean, pick in, a burger or pizza. Well, at least then you know what you're getting, right? Well, you know you can just pick it up. Exactly. Well, that's right. You can pick it up and <laughs> eat it with your hands. And yeah, there is there is something in that. There is something. No, in I, that. I I I joke. I mean, I do use the cutlery still now and then. Uh, but honestly, I, I I do not feel embarrassed at all by picking up my food. I mean, my dad absolutely will shout at me, uh, and when I leave my elbows on the table. But you know what? It's just easier for me, and people can get over it. There, I've said it. Quite right. Okay. Thank um, you. Let's get back to some emails because it is a tech show, honest, allegedly. I think we need to change it to allegedly in the new year for, for legal reasons. Um, Camille got in touch to give us some news. As of December 4th, the province of Saskatchewan has an Accessibility Act. There will be an Accessibility Office and an Accessibility Committee. This committee Ooh. will comprise of no less than 50% of people with disability. 
A progress report from the government will be issued every three to ten years. Well, it is a start. A society without barriers is the goal. Happy tapping you two. Camille. I mean, that's brilliant. Um, yes. Uh, can I suggest a place that, that an area that needs some work is that, um, how do you cross your roads? Your roads are huge. They are massive. And there was like an island, I'm thinking, getting from the hotel to the KFC. Uh, there was yes. a big crossroads intersection thing. And the, I don't know what you call it, the big pedestrian crossing control. Honestly, it was like a, a flight deck of uh, some sort of <laughs> airplane. It was There were so many different buttons on it. I couldn't figure it out. Um, but you, it's, it's uh, that is so cool, though, right? I want one. I'm going to set one up here. I'd, what, uh, a flight deck? No, an accessibility uh, board. Oh, I see. Oh, well done. Well, you, right. you buy some board and uh, we'll, we'll write accessibility <laughs> on it. There we go. Problem solved. Uh, yeah, I must admit, I had the same issue crossing the road in Edinburgh, believe it or not. And it was a new problem for me because we don't have, in, in Glasgow, we don't have trams, but they do have trams, as you, as you do in Manchester. Uh, yes. They've got trams. I kind of forgot about the trams. And I also, in my head, thought trams would behave like other vehicles on the road. Oh, um, no. Oh, no, they don't. No, they don't care. They just do whatever they want to do. In fact, like the cyclists of the road, they just don't, they just do what they want. They just do well, whatever to- they like. To be fair, they are, you know, set on rails, so they don't veer around doing whatever they want. There is a set path, yeah, like a train. Yeah, I mean, I'm not suggesting it's like speed, you know, they just go off rails and just start, you know, spinning down streets. No, I mean, I, I know they have paths, but yes, the issue for me is, so you're crossing a road, and this happened in Amsterdam as well. I think I, I know kind of exactly for- what you're going to say here. Go on. Well, so well, a number a, a number of issues kicked up with this, right? So here I am crossing the road. So first thing is I'm pressing the button, and in the UK we have the little spinning cone that goes that sits underneath the the weight box. I know it's great, isn't it? It's and almost like this is our little secret. I love telling people because people yeah. will always be standing next to me, and you know they're wondering why is he standing there? Why is he holding yeah. on to that box? And I'll always say, oh, so I'm just. There's a spinning cone, you see. A, yeah. I don't know why I suddenly turned into some 75-year-old Scottish man. It's just a, a spinning cone, you see. Very important. And um, they all say, well, what's that for? And I say, well, that tells me when it's green, it starts spinning. And they're like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then I think, well, they'll tell someone else and they'll tell someone else and, you know, the word will get out. So, um, and then they'll cancel it. So, um, yeah, well, how much money does that else cost? Is, yeah. <laughs> everyone <laughs> else will start using it. Hey, get off that. That's get off for my me. Cone. So, um yeah, so I'm standing there, and, and of course, then the the cone starts spinning. So I know that it's the, the, the at that point it's safe, safe to cross. Safe to cross. Yep. So I start crossing the road, and the traffic has stopped, and it is fine. And and I can hear this rumble under my feet, and bump, 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 and it comes, bing, bing, and this thing just goes right across my path. And I'm and at this point I'm halfway across the street, so the the tram lines are kind of in the middle. Of the street, so you know you've got. I guess when you're as you're crossing, you've got two lanes of traffic. You've then got two tracks for the trams, trams, and yep. then another two uh, lanes of traffic on the other side before you get to the other side. Wow, that take me two hours. Okay, so that's quite. I mean, that's quite a lot, right? It's almost like six lanes you're crossing. So yeah, but as I'm crossing halfway across, this tram just cr- cuts me right off. So like literally in front, I'm standing. In front of this thing that's just thundering past. With half a king. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, well, thank goodness my cane didn't get caught. That's one thing. And also, thank goodness it, you know, I didn't walk in front of it. I mean, I, I don't know if it would even stop. I don't know if, it, I mean, I assume it can. Um, but I don't know what was going on. So anyway, I get across that. So I get past that. It freaked me out completely. So I, I yes. kind of like, get across quick before I die. I would have gone and, home. Well, that, that, but what I realised was that I'd only passed one tram stop or one tram line. So I'm thinking, I now have to get across the other one and hope there's nothing coming in this direction. Because I have to be honest, I could feel it rumbling along, but pretty much only as it got to me. I wouldn't have known it was coming before that. So that was one thing that worried me a little bit because I couldn't really yes. hear it coming. And of I course, agree. it's a busy city and there's lots of noise. So it's not as if, you know, it was silent. Uh, anyway, so I get to the across to the other side and that's fine. And I step up onto the curb and I'm thinking, you know that way you're thinking, oh, I'm safe, that's good, that's it. And the next minute, whoosh, what was that? And in front of me... Cycle lane. Cycle lane. (laughs) So I don't have to cross that as well. And I'm thinking, are you serious? And it's funny, right, because like 10 minutes before this, my wife and I were saying, isn't Edinburgh a great city? I'd love to live here. This would be amazing. Literally 10 minutes later, I never want to come back to the city again, and I'm never leaving my house. It's a death trap out here. <laughs> no, I've had exactly the same problem in Manchester City Centre. I thought I was on the pavement, and next thing I know, I got a tram beeping its horn at me because I'm stood right in front of it. So, oh yeah, there's a track here. I have no idea. Those pedestrian areas that they've started to change uh, town centres to, I don't know if this is globally, but basically you have no curbs anymore. Everything is just a flat surface, and it's really difficult to know where you are inside this is this an area i should be or shouldn't be um yeah there is, there is a a worry there and when you go to a tram stop oh this has turned into a rant i love it mm. when you get to a tram stop and you're trying to get off you got across the tracks and there's no I, I still haven't found a like shouldn't this be in some way accessible it's just well you just make your way across but surely there should be some sort of almost uh pedestrian crossing for trams there but there isn't um yeah it is um slightly nerve-wracking i find when i talk to people about this especially when it comes to trams i find this interesting so anytime i have a conversation with anybody about this in particular in in edinburgh's case or in manchester's case where you have those tram layouts there's almost like a, an expectation that you understand the network. You know, it's that thing I think that happens with a lot of blind people. There's a, Sometimes it's put upon us to just know the locations. Okay, so you know where that tra- tram stop is because that's your local tram stop, so you'll always just go to that one. So you know mm. what it is. I but of course, no idea. But, yeah, but the thing is, in real life, you might want to go somewhere else. You might want to say, well, maybe I'm at this part of town. I'd like to get the tram from here. So I'll get to the tram stop. You're not going to walk halfway through the city to get to the tram stop that you know. You want to just find the local one, right? So my issue is finding the tram stops. I can't, yes. I just do not know where they are. No, I agree. I'm, I cannot understand where this thing comes in. And, and because it's in the middle of the street, I'm, the only solution I can think of is to just march up the middle of the street to find the tram stop. Because I don't know how else you'd find it. No, and there's no no assistance at any well but it's every single time i have this conversation sean with anybody who works for a transport authority they say mm. oh yeah but there's tram stops all over the place i'm like yeah but where are they i don't understand where are they? and where's the staff yeah um, and of course yeah. there are no staff right there's no, no. staff at those stations because it's just, they're just islands islands in the street which was a oh. very popular song uh 
I believe, by <laughs> Tom Parton <laughs> and Kenny Rogers. Um, well done. You got your favorites. country fix in there. There you go. I had to get that in there <sighs> somewhere, yeah. Can but I just it say does, though, it does really irritate me the way that that I think some sometimes it's the um, it's like they'll build things in a certain way and you know and you hear people who've built the thing and people who are in this world and I've had conversations sometimes with with street developers who will actually design these things and they will say oh it's really easy it's really easy because you just find the bit and then you just get to that bit and I'm like yeah but the problem is you you assume I know what that bit is and you, it exists and they're not uniform they're not all exactly. the same either. Yes, but the people, as ever, are amazing. I was when I was getting the tram back from London. As I said, no assistance. The trains, absolutely great assistance. Throw you on a tram. Yeah, you just have to you know, hope hope at the tram stop. Uh, but people are absolutely amazing. And when the tram opened, it was like talking of zombie films. Just a load of hands came out and just dragged me on. <laughs> and, uh, that was it. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. People are great. They do make it easier, that's for sure. And um, but you're right about trains. I mean, in Scotland we have a fantastic rail network, and it is you know I, I know like people like to talk these things down as they often do, but you know the assistance level is just amazing. Turning up, you know, you've got the app, you can sign up for assistance. Um, you know, basically on, on the passenger assist app, which if you're in the UK, even if you're travelling to the UK, it's well worth downloading it because you can book real assistance yes. really easily. And, you know, you, you once you've, I mean, it, it, I know different parts of the country, you know, it can be more challenging. And of course, not all stations have got staff, but it, you know, at least if, if you're going to a main station, you're going to get good assistance. Yes. And um, I've it's always true. been, always been so impressed by, and I always, I always make a point of actually saying to the assistant, you know, I couldn't do this without you guys. You know, this means a lot. And because oh. I like them to feel like, you know, the, some worth in this, because, you know, they probably just get shouted at by people most of the time and it's, Kind of nice, especially this time of year, but actually all year round. All year round. Thank Joy your to assistant everyone. people. Yes. No, I agree. It's, uh, I've had a couple of bad experiences, but they are thankfully pretty rare. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had many. I've had a, the odd occasion where someone's not turned up uh, yeah, for assistance. And you know what? It kind of, that happens. And look, don't get me wrong. If someone is, for example, in a wheelchair... <gasps> And Are you excusing it, it? No, 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 no. Mm. I'm not wrong. Mm. This is if someone gets if someone's in a wheelchair and can't get off the train as a result of lack of assistance, that's dreadful service. It is, and that is just uh, disgusting. But yep. you know, I'm in a fortunate position, I guess, where I can at least get off the train and try and make my way either with assistance from another member of staff or a passenger to just even well, even just to say point me in the right direction. I'll start walking towards, and sometimes you know, at that point, someone like you say, the, the zombie grabs you and. You're back. To, yes, take, takes you back. <laughs> you to, say uh, that, but they tell you to stay in your seat. So if it's not your final destination, great film by the way. If it's not your final everyone destination, everyone dies at the end. You oh, spoilers. You can you can miss that stop because you're not stood by the door waiting to jump out, and it doesn't stop that long. So if your assistant isn't there to jump on and pull you off the seat, it's uh, it's. I always get off myself. I must admit. You see, it's funny, right? All the AI in the world, and I still always pull open Ira or be my eyes. Mm, yeah. It's funny, that, isn't it? It is. Yeah, do, you see, do you see an assistant? Do you see anybody who's... And of course, I have to now ask the question, what colour are they wearing? Because I don't know what colour of uniform these people have. And I think in different stations in different parts of the country, they have different uniforms. Yes, so, they do. You know, that's the only other side of it. Oh, Luminous. my goodness. We've turned into the two Muppets on the 
thing. Ah, the two Muppets that sit up on the Stadler and Stadler, Stadler, and, no, no, and a pencil. That's and something else. Walnut. That's um, exactly. That's, that's our names. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you we got time not. for another email. Yes, we do. Thankfully, uh, let's move to uh, this one. Oh, on more tips about mugs. Here's Brian. Hi, Stephen and Sean. In the last episode, I listened to you were talking about cups and mugs. Here is something I discovered myself by accident, but you and your other listeners will find it of interest for sure. Find a mug which is shaped like an old-fashioned wooden barrel. Due to the top of the mug tapering inwards, as you walk with it, the liquid inside sloshes up the side and then back into the mug instead of straight over the edge and onto the floor. I find this a great Mm. help being blind to myself, but it will also be good for people who are not so steady on their legs or have a touch of the shakes. Try it out. You won't be disappointed. Carry on talking gibberish. It's my kind of language. All the best, Brian. (laughs) Well, you got what you asked for today. Happy Christmas. I think that's, that's what we're going to call today's episode. Gibberish. That's the word. That's it. Thank you for that. That's what we're going to Carry call it. Carry on talking gibberish. Great film. Can I can I say that is a, a great tip because I never fill my cups up to the top mm. because of this. Because yeah. I'm always taking them upstairs to my better half because I am a modern man and I always make the brew for her. Um and then I slosh it all when I'm carrying it about. Yes. And my kids make a habit of saying, oh, you haven't filled that up, and topping it up right to the brim. And then as soon as I pick it up, I just spill it. So that is an excellent point. Do these Barrel children cups. know that you're blind? Yes, they do it just to uh, torture me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Uh, listen, before we go, quick mention of a couple of things, actually. So um, quick programming note. Uh, we've got some uh, big episodes coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stephen, sorry sorry to interrupt you. Uh, you need to tell people about the big programming changes oh, thanks. coming Thanks up. for reminding me of that. Yeah. That's quite all right. That's yeah, why I'm so here. I'm so glad you did. Uh, yeah, we've got some uh, big episodes coming up because, and I can tell you this now. Breaking news. Breaking news. We are going to be here right through Christmas and New Year. We are not leaving you. Not doing what what those other shows do. You know those other shows that go on holidays and take time off and (laughs) sit around and eat and Part-timers. Yeah, part-time people. Yeah, we're here for the long haul. Like it or not. Yeah, exactly. Now, listeners say not. (laughs) (laughs) We are here to stay. Uh, So, yeah, we are going to be on right through and we have got some big shows coming up for you. We'll be here on Christmas Day. If you think this was gibberish, uh, wait till you hear what we've got planned for you for Christmas Day. It is a proper round-the-table Christmas <laughs> feast of it is. joy mm. and other stuff. Um, yeah, we're going to be joined by Kelly McDonald and Ramia Amnuthan, of course, hosts of Kelly and Ramia on AMI-tv. And and this is a first. I think, well, not a first. We've done, we've done this before, but this will be, a, a, I suppose, for a lot of new listeners to the show, especially on new format that started, what was that, a year ago, a new daily format. Um, yes. We're going to be going live. Yes, live. On well, the f- that was the plan. Well, yeah. <laughs> Before this episode went out. That might, that might change. Um, we'll go see what Mr. F has to say. Um, but yeah, our plan is to be live on air for a two-hour special on World Braille Day coming up on the 4th of January so yeah we'll be here and we'll be live on AMI audio for two hours in our usual time slot of 12 uh, till 2 p.m eastern and then uh, from 2 p.m say I guess by about 3 p.m that uh, will be available as a podcast so around about 8 p.m in the UK you'll get the show is that right I think that's right Um, Ah, probably yeah you know ask your smart speaker times may vary 
depending on your location. Uh, but yes, we're going to be here live for that. So uh, more details to come. And of course, we'll post all the information on our website so you can check it all out, including our schedule for the holidays as well. Yeah, we're here right through. So do uh, join us right through Christmas and New Year. Double tap is going nowhere, uh, unless Mr. F says otherwise. Uh, bye tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.